Hi, I'm T, parent guide and harmonizer. Welcome to Relational Parents, where we are leading our families from a place of openness and expansiveness. And from there, we get to connect more joyfully and deepen our relationships. So glad you're here. Hello. Okay, we are going to wrap up today this little series themed on wholeness. And last time I left you with a little, maybe a little bit of a cliffhanger <laughs> around, I had something to share with you that will help support you in this journey. And I do, I want to make good on that today. I'm, I'm very excited. The thing is, there are so many places where we feel threatened. There are so many places where we feel like we cannot show up in our own wholeness. We have to be a certain way. Well, you know, there's so many reasons, so many different, and we all have different reasons for that, right? We have to be a good parent. We have to be a good son or a good daughter or a good worker or a good boss or whatever. And, and we have these prescriptive notions about how we have to be. And we're not going to address those today, but if we have prescriptive notions, then by, by definition, those are restrictions on us showing up as everything that we really are. That's okay. That's okay. What this magical practice is that I have for you today, this magical way to support you in being a parent, specifically a parent of an adolescent who wants to show up and be more accepting and be more receptive to what that adolescent is bringing in the moment is you need a place for yourself to feel safe. You need a first place where you can feel safe. And I'm not here to tell you what that is exactly, but what I can do for you is describe aspects of it, okay? It, it can, it needs to be a reflective practice. Okay, a reflective practice. Now that can look like I am a big journaling person. I have journaled. I had a diary when I was eight. That was my very first. But I have literally journaled ever since I took my first trip without my parents when I was 15. I bought a travel journal. I wrote down a bunch of cool stuff that we did. And I got hooked on journaling. So that is something that I have done. I've done it when I've enrolled in a program. I will journal about that. I will journal through that. Um, if I'm having a hard time, I will journal through that. 
And so that is a place where I can come with a pen and my journal and I can feel very safe because I don't need to be anything for anybody. And, you know, I can look back and see like where I was like trying to be all that, even in my journal, right? At different points. But the nice thing about writing something down is that it's memorialized for you as long as you keep it. You know, there have been plenty of pages that I have ripped off, ripped out and ripped to shreds, okay? Because that felt like the safest thing to do. But it's all about creating something that feels safe for you. Um, so meditation is something that comes up, um, but I've, I've heard a, a lot of people say like, oh, I haven't heard a lot of people say, I've heard like one or two people say, I'm beyond meditation, you know, what, <laughs> whatever. Um, but more people I have heard say, I don't meditate right. I can't stop my thoughts. And oh, I could go on a rant for a long time. That really gets me fired up. It is not about stopping your thoughts. That is another way to beat yourself up, to make yourself wrong, to feel inadequate. That is not the point of meditation, to stop your thoughts. It's like, okay, let's try to, I know, how about we try to stop our heart beating, okay? Like, how about we try to stop our, our brain thinking thoughts? It's like, it's not gonna work for very long, okay? It might work for a little while, but then as soon as it starts again, you're gonna beat yourself up. That's not cool. We want to be in a safe environment and whatever, like I said, whatever that looks like for you, a self-reflective walk where you're not trying to be anything. You're allowing whatever is coming through that beautiful brain of yours, okay? And you're just with yourself, spending time with yourself. You can talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. You can go in a car and sit and talk to yourself. You can talk to yourself. It, it could be while you're driving, although that's that's like a good little training wheels, okay? It's training wheels because you're still needing to have some awareness, even if it's subconscious awareness of stuff happening around you. And that's okay. It's good training wheels and it's good in a pinch if you need to reflect and you need to drive, it's okay. But where you can really like, you wanna throw yourself in the deep end of the pool, remove all those other things for you to focus on and really get present with yourself. Write whatever comes up for you. See, we have as a, as a society, as a Western culture, um, can't speak for the globe, okay? But we have really done a great job at separating things out. We've said, okay, the body is over here. The brain is here. And oh yeah, there's like some spiritual stuff and, and whatever, but we've separated these aspects of like soul and mind and body. They're not separate. They're all linked. And when we can do something to allow for that integration, 
And when we're sitting, and whether it's just sitting and being, sitting and journaling, we can allow that. We can allow the body. We can do a, like a body scan. Oh, wow. Oh, my gut is so tight. Wow, what is that about? And sit with it. What comes up? What is that about? We'll get a knowing. Our body will tell us. And that's the body and the mind working together, right? Not disconnecting. So a reflective practice. It could be five minutes. You know, there is a reason why. Have you ever um, said, oh, why do my all my good ideas come to me when I'm in the shower? Why do all my good ideas seem to come to me right when I'm about to fall asleep or right when I wake up? There's a reason for that. It's because your conscious mind, the mind, the, the brain that you have like going, 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 like all your waking hours, almost, except when you're in the shower, maybe you're like, just allowing a moment for the water to hit your body and to like suds up and smell the soap and like just feel your body. And if you're allowing that, there's that big massive opening. That's where all the cool stuff can drop in because you're not busy trying to figure it out. And what's the next thought that's going to help me do this? And how can I make this happen? And if it's to be, it's up to me and all of that crap. No, all this cool, yummy goodness drops in when we just surrender a little bit, even just a little bit. Okay, so that's my, that's my awesome ninja tool for you is a reflective practice where you can just be, just let go. Maybe there's some really deep grief that over time will start to bubble up and come out. Maybe there's some suppressed or repressed rage, straight up freaking rage that will start to bubble up, start to come up, maybe just as like, wow, I didn't realize I was frustrated about that. Frustration is like the the baby step, right? Of anger (laughs) and then of rage and not that it has to be, maybe it is only frustration, but we've repressed and suppressed so much that when we can reflect and allow things to come up, they'll start to come up. No more will come up for you than is ready to come up. Okay. And it doesn't come up all at once. That would be terrifying and that would be bad. (laughs) It's layers at a time, just a layer at a time. Maybe one layer is really big and it might take a long time to like, to, to come up, to start to melt and dissolve and come up to be acknowledged. So I'd love to know what comes up for you. What are you 
going to try? What are you doing already? What's resonating that I'm talking about? And if this resonates for you, oh my goodness, this is a very big, uh, this is a very big component of what relational parents is all about. Because before we can guide our children, it's important to connect to them. And before we can connect to them, we need to connect in some way to ourselves. And this reflective practice, ooh, that, that like is, is building the muscle of connecting even deeper with ourselves, accepting even another piece of ourselves to come through. Okay, I could go on and on, but I'm gonna leave you with that. Have a beautiful rest of your day and make a little micro commitment to yourself when in the next 24 is better, but 24 to 48 hours, are you going to schedule in five minutes to reflect in a way that feels good to you? Okay, sweetie. Bye for now. If something in this podcast resonated for you, I want to give you a special invitation to come on over and join us in our private community on Facebook. It's called Relational Parents. You can find us that way. We're there having real conversations about what's going on in our households, our challenges, and we are a very inclusive and non-judgmental safe space. I hope to see you there soon.